It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. Know what you need to know and what's it all about. Welcome to the Clipout, episode 102. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. I switched formats this time. Did you? Yeah, I didn't want to say 100. Okay. And every time. That's good. It's good for you to, you because know, if you think about it, we're going to be in the hundreds for a long time. <laughs> it's true. And so... If you say 102 It's going to get really long By the time it's like it's, 199 Right over over the course of The next you know 800 episodes 900 episodes however math works <laughs> uh, I was a mass communications major Right yeah Think how much extra time that would be Yeah, yeah. You, you, How much time of people's lives You would rob by being so selfish That you had to say 149 instead of 149 Conversely You go off on tangents every week This isn't about me What we're talking about right now <laughs> Is uh, is your flaws so. Oh okay <laughs> I didn't know it was a flaw but damn well, it's not because you're fixing it and I appreciate that Wow <laughs> I don't even know if I want to do this episode anymore Okay well keep pedaling everybody <laughs> And running And running. I'm going to be running For safety <laughs> She's gonna hurt me So uh, uh, Quickly changing topics What do you have in store for people? Well I'm gonna give everybody a little recap Of the race that we had in, that, the, that I had in Alabama right. This past weekend uh, We're gonna talk about the boutique uh, We're going to talk about a few different articles That Peloton appeared in this week uh, And some other places Peloton appeared As well as I want to talk about a follow-up to our episode last week that had Kristen Fleschner on it. Kristen is blind. And there was a whole discussion about how Peloton can be more accessible. Accessible, right. Well, so then I had a ton of messages about asking how they can do that. So we're going to talk about how people can... Tell Peloton what their wishes are With that Uh, There is some big news for the UK we're going to talk about And a reminder about NPR's upcoming episode Of How I Built This We're going to talk about a big surprise For the clip out And uh, we have a little visit from the Peloton Prophet Well that sounds wonderful It's a lot So before we get to that Shameless plugs Don't forget we're available On Apple Podcasts So you can go there Rate, review, subscribe Uh, It helps us tremendously Which is why we hammer at home Week in, week out You can also uh, find us on Facebook At facebook.com Slash the clip out Swing on by And like the page And join the group And you'll stay up to date On stuff throughout the week And uh, it's a little bit less Drama ridden Yes Than the OPP So it you, is. Can, you can still get your information about Peloton But people won't scream at you maybe Right So maybe <laughs> Maybe You never know You never know But it seems less likely It's not so, likely on our page yeah. So uh, I shut that shit down <laughs> She's pretty tough And then she'll scream at them So if, if you scream at someone You will just get screamed at <laughs> You don't want to scream at you I've had it happen It's You don't want it So uh, What else can I can I push? I don't know. You talked about the website. I d- oh, uh, and then our own website, theclipot.com, where, uh, as we talked about last week, there's now a donate button. If you want to kick in, that's great. If not, that's great, too. And uh, we also have a review on our website. If Yay! Like or on iTunes, rather. Uh, this is from Kim Possible love, Kicking A. I love that. And it just says, love this podcast. Thank you. So thank you very much. And there's... Proof positive that if you if you don't if you you're intimidated about some of the longer reviews like you you can just say that that's good too so thank you very much thank you very much we greatly appreciate that so uh, there I guess we've done all that we will now uh, dig in it's time for news of the Peloton I guess we should begin with the race recap yeah you have to be careful when you're talking about Alabama and you say races. <laughs> Because <laughs> if you The it, race I participated in Right Because it sounds like You know You don't want to 
Alabama racist. Right. You got to be careful. No, we don't want to yeah. do that. Nobody's a racist. No. Well, I wouldn't I mean, say I, nobody's a racist. I'm sure there are people, there but are, this yeah. is not about that. <laughs> right. We're not going there. Yes. Stop it. I heard you up. say that the other day. You were like, oh, with the Alabama racist. I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> We traveled to Mooresville, Alabama, which is about six and a half hours away. And if that's anybody's might be curious how far of a drive that was. And we did drive. We decided to do that. Um, We didn't have kids. So it was kind of fun. And uh, we like to spend time talking. So it really isn't a big deal to stuff us in a car for six and a half hours. Yeah, we should have just turned on our recorder. We could have had like eight episodes done. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So uh, we had a lot of time to hang out with Paul Erickson and his wife, Debbie, and And um, Paul is the race director for the Heel and Crank Duathlon, uh, which is the race that I was attending in Alabama. And um, what's the race you were competing in? It's the race I was attending. Well, that is true. (laughs) And compete seems like a strong word. Did you run? Yes. Did you then bike? Yes. Did you then run again? Yes. Were there other people? Well, doing... I kind of I did a lot of walking. Okay. But were, did, <laughs> were there other people doing the same thing? Yes. Then you were competing. Okay. Well, uh, you know, here here's the thing. Uh, it was not it was not my best event. This is only my second event like this at all, where I had to like sign up for something and go outside and do it. And it was your first time ever on, on a, a road bike. It was yes. I mean, I, I literally have done one outdoor ride on my road bike. Prior to this Not a competitive ride No but just you took ever. a You took a ride <laughs> Ever Yeah <laughs> And my bike did great My I had zero issues It was raining Pretty much the entire time uh, Of the bicycle It was It was dry During the first leg of the run So just to set the stage It was Three miles of running uh, 16 miles of biking And then another Three uh, three miles of running The first three mile run Was dry No problem And then uh, Hopped on the bike And about 15 minutes in It started to pour And um so I had already been warned the streets are really wet. So, you know, take the corners pretty slow. And I was going to take it slow no matter what, because I'm not I'm not comfortable. It's the first time I've even been on an open road with cars whizzing by right. me. <laughs> so there were a lot of firsts this day for me. <laughs> but um, I have to say it was a lot of fun. I mean, people were really nice, even though I really didn't know any of the other uh, competitors. And, you know, they a lot of them knew each other, of course, because it's it's a pretty tight knit community. Right. Um, But they were very welcoming. And uh, it was it was a really good time. I mean, I I really hope that more people from Peloton come next year because um, Paul is saying that he will have a, a Peloton division if we do. And we could like have our own little Race in between ah. um, And so it was uh, I was also Healing from having a terrible Sinus infection and so my Lungs were killing me I could not get my heart Rate down I was on Advil cold and sinus And uh, it was not my best Speed in any way shape or form Either on the bike or running And so uh, it was a little disheart- Disheartening because um, I came in pretty much dead last <laughs> But I'm gonna own it I mean you know I did it And right. that's the important thing and um, uh, two years ago, I couldn't have even dreamed of participating in a sport at all. <laughs> so the fact that I did and uh, it was under three hours, <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of exercise on the other hand. Like, yeah, again, two years ago or three years ago when I got the bike to think about I'm going to go outside on purpose <laughs> and exercise <laughs> for almost three hours straight. Unheard of. And it's not exercise, but you did get me to stand outside for three hours. Yes. Yes, and that reminds me that um, we also had the opportunity to hang out with Mark Smith on Saturday, and uh, his leaderboard name is War Eagle, and he doesn't like Facebook. He is one of our Reddit readers, listeners, however you want to call it, and um, so I don't even know if you guys know a lot of people who are on Facebook. I don't know if you know who he is from Facebook, but you would know him if you were on Reddit. Uh, He's kaput on Reddit, Um, and uh, he got to hang out with Tom while I was out there. I say got to They seemed like They were having a blast I mean I could barely get a word In edgewise When I got back They were like besties They had inside jokes And everything It was nice to have the company (laughs) And uh, he got a picture Of Tom In the transition area Like if you see the pictures It actually looks like Tom did something physical I did not though I promise you He didn't But it is uh, It was a great picture Nonetheless I was holding the umbrella To keep you dry For a little bit Just to get you a, A brief moment of dryness And it was appreciated so overall, I just have to say it was a lot of fun, and Paul and Debbie were amazing, and Debbie made pancakes for after, and for, so not for us, for everybody, for all athletes, yes, 
And um, I had blueberry pancakes with a little of the strawberries and whipped cream on top. And then I had a beer because that's what you do after a race. You earned I hear. it. And then we went out to lunch and I had barbecue. <laughs> you also earned that. And I had some of what you earned. <laughs> oh, it was great. So a wonderful time and uh, look forward to hopefully being able to go back next year if schedules allow. Then we might be back Totally There was yet more new stuff in the boutique this week There was They're still doing that? Yeah Uh. They're not going to stop, Tom So, you know, last week we talked about that like the the boutique was going to be dropping imminently It was coming any moment And then it didn't (laughs) I don't don't even know what happened The week There was a whole week of head start in the stores And I have no idea why Yeah, that's Um, weird And, you know, I, I This is a great Lesson for me I made my own prediction And I should have Just left that To the freaking prophet So if there's anything We've confirmed It's that you Are not the Peloton prophet Definitely not So we can cross One person Off the list Of suspects Yes I am definitely not JV (laughs) She's She's trying She's playing Clue She's like She's trying to guess Who it is She's all like It was Mark Smith In the boudoir <laughs> with a can- candlestick. Uh, so, uh, yeah. It didn't drop until Thursday Almost an entire week after I predicted It dropping so it was A fabulous collection though There are lots of yellows lots of Pinks Uh, very much enjoyed It I I only got four things and I used referral credits So you just settle down I'm settled now what you should be worried about Is that Andy bags are on Sale through the JSS tribe again Uh Oh and there is a big discount so if you If you are interested in an Andy bag which You should be I'm not Everyone should be All women should be I don't know that men Would really care about An Andy bag I Some mean, might We don't some judge might. Yeah I'm not judging I'm just saying It's it's a pretty large bag So even for guys Who like bags I don't know that This would be their thing But uh, yes That is on sale Through the JSS tribe That was just An extra little bonus <laughs> Hooray Yeah <laughs> There were tons Of articles That were Peloton Related this week Yes there were Should I start with Like an order Of the shittiest To the best Or should I go In some other order Hmm uh, In honor of my marriages Let's go shittiest To best <laughs> Nicely done So I, I'm going to call This an article Because it acts Like it is <laughs> it But um, like it is. it's It's on Digitaltrends.com And it's all about How there are Other Exercise bike that are just as good As Peloton and cheaper too And this quote unquote article Pissed me off (laughs) Now since I've already gotten My ass reamed from one person Who read my one Sentence about this and decided That I don't like app writers Let me just say This is not because I don't think that This is not because I have an issue with app writers This is not because I think you are less of a Peloton fan If you don't own a Peloton bike I do not feel that way I have never felt that way And I want to be very, very clear about that What irritated me about this article Was that they listed things like The Echelon bike Are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) And it's just as good as Peloton? Based on what? They're both bikes? Like, I don't even understand. There's no data in this quote-unquote article. Basically, it is a it is a sales tool for this guy, Ed Oswald. I don't like your stuff, Ed. And (laughs) he, he basically just put it out here to sell stuff. He gets commission for selling Shit like Echelon Yeah like if somebody Clicks through Then he's gonna get The credit for it And he put a little Tiny line at the bottom You know stating that Yeah So good for him For doing that But at the same time This is not an article He has no idea What's good or not good If you wanna get A good bike to to not ride the Peloton But use the Peloton app There are good bikes out there Like the Kaiser M3 Like the Sunny bike If you don't have Very much cash at all That is a great Inexpensive bike These bikes No They're not They are not just as good As Peloton And it is offensive To say so So I just feel like I need to explain that Because I didn't really like Being attacked on my own page That like <laughs> I'm 
somehow not appreciative of people who do not ride the bike. Like I am not elitist. There are people that are that that ride this bike, and I am not one of them. Of course, you're okay with people who don't ride the bike. You're married to me. Yeah. Well, she knows nothing about our <laughs> podcast. Like, like she got done saying all this, and she's like, "Well, you, I have never listened to your podcast or read anything, but like, you should explain all that in your post." And I'm like, "Well, I don't have time to sit at work all day and explain every post I make." Although like, you can kind of wonder, like, if you don't listen, then why are you even here? Why didn't you like our page on Facebook? Yeah, and I don't even know that she did. It may have just come up in her feed because it's Peloton. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's but funny. Anyway, so uh, what was the uh, the next article? The next article was much much less shitty. When I say shitty, it was just that one. Um, the next article was about something. It was about Peloton, but it was about that they have launched a digital review that they're doing ahead of their IPO. So apparently, there are sources out there that are saying that Peloton scrapped the entire first round of contenders. So I posted it um, because I was really curious. Uh, this was on Adweek, by the way. Okay. I was curious what our listeners uh, who thought about this, because we have a lot of people who are in industries like marketing or they might be in tech. You know, there's a lot of a lot of feedback that we get. Um, and so I wanted to know I crowdsourced some feedback on this. And basically, they said that Peloton is looking for a new agency partner to help expand its increasingly profitable business, which has been described as a cult in the best sense of the word. Uh, and then they talked about, yeah, these other people people they hired, they got rid of everybody. That's from the article. So our listeners said that this is pretty normal. I mean, there were people that disagreed with that. But for the most part, this is pretty normal um, that you put information out there hoping that you're going to find just the right kind of person or the right group to give right. your message out there. And that Peloton is constantly refining their message based on the feedback that we give. So this makes sense to them that they would have kind of gotten rid of the first round of contenders because they keep refining and so they keep changing what that message is going to be. There are lots of people that also came back and said Peloton really needs to listen and start putting real people, real stories in their ads. And then we had a whole nother contingent that said it doesn't work like that. They've been working in marketing for X amount of years and it doesn't work that people don't like real people. What they like is the aspiration of it. And that's what they want to see. And so I feel like Peloton has attempted to do that by taking real life stories and putting them in their ads with the pretty people. Um, And I don't mean that our real life people aren't pretty. I I was just using that in quotes. I don't want another. I don't want another. (laughs) But like legit, legit models. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I think that that was kind of Peloton's way of uh, attempting to do that. So at any rate, this is all being done because they're trying to get it just right before the IPO. So it will be interesting to see what happens with that. Absolutely. And then there's one more article. There is. And this is my favorite article. OK. Um, it is called What Peloton Means for the Future of Fitness. It says the workout giant is changing at home exercise and spawning a flurry of copycats. So it's all it's from Elemental. But the copycats are just as good, according to the first article. <laughs> That's why they're shitty, Tom. <laughs> shitty. Um, <laughs> um, this article is really great. You know, it's all about what's going, like how Peloton started. You know, their competitors kind of started with SoulCycle, Flywheel. They go through the whole history of what happened to Peloton, how they ended up where they are today. They also talked about like how the idea, how they came up with the idea in the first place, like the kind of the standard history we've seen sure. in a lot of these articles at this point. Uh, then they talk about the reveal for the tread and they talk about what's, what's next. And uh, this was exciting for many people. Basically, in the article, it flat out says that William Lynch, their I believe that's their CEO, has has said he hinted to the people writing this article, the next platform is going to be a rower. Uh, that's what the article says. Now, a couple of people are disappointed by that because they were hoping for some kind of mirror-like right. item. I know mirror is really hot right now. A lot of people really want it, but they don't want to pay for two, sure. two fees. And there's also been rumors, which I did not report about a couple of weeks ago when I saw the rumor, so my bad. But um, there are rumors that Peloton has talked about perhaps buying them after the IPO. I have no idea if that's true. Uh, That was just written in an article. So who knows what's going to happen next? But um, this article is great. It's just it talks about 
Robin, how she's the vice, um, Robin Arzon, she's the vice president of fitness programming, the head instructor. It just goes on and on. This is really, really long, but it's really, really good. It's great information. It even talks about the other side, how there's people that don't like Peloton because they have the bike sitting in their house and they can't concentrate. Like they really like to be in a room full of people and it's not the same for them. And I'm sure there are those few sure. that feel that way. There's an, there's enough of us in the world that there's going to be every different kind of thought process. Absolutely. And if uh, people want to find that, it's posted over at uh, facebook.com slash the club out. Yep. And then not quite an article, but I guess it's still print. Yeah. Uh, Peloton popped up in the Athleta catalog. Yeah. Uh, one of our St. Louis listeners, Tiffany Kornman, uh, she posted this that in her Athleta catalog it had a picture of a Peloton. It was interesting because it's not really a Peloton. Like they airbrushed or I don't know what they did to right. it. Like there were many theories on what they did to it, but you can't see the Peloton P. The uh, knob that is the resistance knob that's orange, mm-hmm. they like changed it to gray so that you can't see it, but it's clearly a Peloton. So it was really interesting. But the fact that a fitness catalog that's all about clothes, like they don't want to just show somebody playing tennis. They want right. to show somebody on a Peloton to sell their clothes. So I thought that was very interesting and needed to be mentioned. Well, if you're going to change everything, it'd be cheaper just to get yourself an echelon. <laughs> I know, right? But it would still be freaking orange and black. That's true. Because <laughs> they are copycats. <laughs> Shitty ones. It's like when you send your grandma to the video store and she comes home with transmorphers. <laughs> oh, grandma. <laughs> it's close. So last week we talked to Kristen Fleshner. Right. And uh, who is, uh, she's blind. Right. And she's been very active, at not just with Peloton, but just in general with trying to make the world more accessible for people with varying abilities. Right. And so there's a there's a place on the Peloton website where you can reach out to them. Yeah, I I specifically reached out to Peloton to say, "Hey, I've got all these people say, telling telling me, you know, I want to know where I can tell Peloton. I want to make sure they're as accessible as possible." So, I talked to Peloton. They said, "You know what? Um Feature Friday would typically be where we would say to go, but there's so many things being posted on Feature Friday. You should go to uh the support page if you are interested in letting Peloton know how important it is to you that Peloton is accessible to everyone of varying abilities. You would go to support.onepeloton.com/hc/en-us. And then uh at the bottom there's a place called Community and Feature Requests, and that is where you would post it. I know that's a lot to go through, especially in a podcast. It is posted on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the clip out. But I wanted to let you guys know that because um, the web pa- the website itself is not accessible. So those who need it visually impaired cannot go and post this themselves. Um, and you have to have a special app to be able to read this website. So if you don't have that app installed, you're not going to be able to be one of the people that goes in and and put your request there. So it's up to the rest of us to let Peloton know that this is important to us to make sure that Peloton is accessible to everybody. And I also want to note that Peloton told me in their email that they remain committed to accessibility for everyone and that they are continuing to work on that. Like they feel strongly about it and they made sure to mention that. Awesome. And there's uh, some big news from the UK. <laughs> yes, from the UK. Yes. <laughs> Tomato, tomato. Right. Well, you guys might remember that we've been talking for a while how they're planning to open a studio there, and it's going to be in the spring of 2020. Well, they they have not been doing live rides for Ben and Leanne, the instructors that are located in the UK. They have been doing rides that they've taped. You can't you can't you know just hop on and anytime you want right. and see them. So uh, they announced this week. On the official UK page That the Temp Studio Is going to be opening in May Which will allow local live classes To be recorded And uh, be broadcast That means that not only are they going to be UK friendly time zones We're hoping it's going to mean That everyone in California Or on the West Coast Is going to be able to benefit from that as well So that is coming very very soon So if you meet someone in California Who suddenly starts speaking with a British accent You'll know why They're a Peloton user (laughs) And they've just been taking all these British classes And it's rubbing off on them Uh, Also just a side note um, The prophet was right And uh, Ben and Leanne Will be at homecoming Uh, It was I saw it 
Somebody, well, I only saw it because somebody sent it to me. I can't really say I saw it, but it wasn't from the Peloton Prophet. The Peloton Prophet didn't even know the Peloton Prophet was right. But uh, somebody else sent me confirmation of it because Ben said he's going to see somebody else soon on social media. Ah. And so uh, he's coming. They're both coming. How about that? Yes. So that's very exciting. That's why we keep them around. Yep. And just a quick reminder that John Foley is on uh, NPR's How I Built This. Yes. This week. Yes. Uh, it was it, it was recorded on April 11th, but I believe it's posting this week. Um, but keep your eye out for it because it's going to be an amazing episode. And last but not least, mm-hmm. another visit from the Peloton Prophet. Yes. Everyone wants to know who the Peloton Prophet is. <laughs> We're not going to tell them. Nope. We are not telling. We. It's so secretive. We... We don't even tell the Peloton Prophet who the Peloton <laughs> Prophet is. But here's what happened. They're so good, they figured it out. <laughs> yes. Well, the Peloton Prophet is saying that over homecoming weekend, there's going to be uh, some kind of announcement regarding instructors. So the theory is... That it is going to be instructor introductions from maybe some additional UK instructors. Perhaps it's a new instructor for the US, unknown why they would be there. And also another thought is that could be additional crossover instructors. So people, you know, they've been doing the tread, maybe they're moving to the bike or vice versa. So something is going to happen with instructors. So let's let's keep our eyes open, ears peeled. (laughs) Keep your ears peeled? I don't know what I'm doing. That sounds painful. (laughs) And before we wrap up this portion of the show, we should probably let people know, uh, if you're listening to this, like, right as it comes out. Yes. Keep your ears peeled. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. I never should have said that. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a thing now. No. But uh, the, the the homecoming schedule will drop today, if you're listening on... Friday. It'll drop the nineteenth, yeah. April nineteenth, and uh, and we, you know we might uh, might have a little surprise for you. Yeah. So just, we do have a surprise for okay, you. Okay, we do have a surprise. As for you. soon as you see that schedule, you need to hop over to our Facebook page or our Facebook group. Yes. And hear about the big surprise. That we so have. there you go. That's our tease. Maybe I'm the Peloton Prophet. <laughs> Yeah, right. (laughs) Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? (laughs) Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clip Out listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R dot com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot (laughs) C-O.
Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via skype phone and this will probably be the first and last time I say your name because I'll be scared to death to try it again, <laughs> Sanaz Mesa. Yes, you got it right. Woo! I'm so excited for you. So don't feel like I'm like being sexist or a mansplainer if I spend the rest of the time being like, okay, honey. <laughs> sure thing, doll. It's just because I can't say that again. <laughs> yeah. Good job, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You're really killing it. <laughs> pat, pat, pat. Uh, believe me, I've been called many, many, many a things instead of Sana, so I'm okay with it. Don't worry about it. So is it inappropriate if I ask like what the background of that name is? Yeah, I'm unfamiliar. No. So it's a Persian name. Um, okay. Yeah, and I'm Persian thug on the leaderboard. So uh, yes! there we go. <laughs> I love your leaderboard name so much. Every time I see that, I smile. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it's a Persian name, and um, th- you know I live in Los Angeles, so there's a lot. There's actually a decent amount of Sanazes, but only in the areas where you're you know inundated with Persian people. Okay. So yeah, gotcha. so out here it's very common for people to know how to pronounce my name, but other, anywhere else it's it's just it's like I don't even want to attempt it. What is it don't again? Do so. your do yourself a favor. Never yep. come to the Midwest. Yes, <laughs> they will yep. butcher it, including myself. So I'm very glad that now I know that. And if I ever get to go to LA, then I'll know how to say that name if I run into it. <laughs> well, anyway, Sanaz, how did you find Peloton? So it's actually a really interesting story because we've had our Peloton for a little over three years now. So I consider myself an OG. So what happened was I'd never heard of Peloton before in my life. And my husband comes up to me and he goes, hey, there's this spin bike that I really want to buy. Now, granted, my husband, Nathan, is like Tom. Like we've had a spin bike (laughs) in my house like the whole time. The whole time we were married, we had a spin bike. And I had never not once seen him get on that thing. And so I looked at him all sorts of crazy. And I said, I'm not going to go and purchase another spin bike when we have a capable one in the house. And he goes, listen, take this two week trial on your phone for the app and just take a couple classes on this spin bike. And then like, if you like it, then let's go to the showroom and let's see what, you know, if you, if you like anything. So I was like, okay, this is a waste of time, but okay. So (laughs) I took a class by Nicole Maline from a million years ago and uh, I liked it. I was like, this is fun. This is more fun than the four spin classes I've ever taken in my life. I'm into it. So I said, look, I'm not going to buy a spin bike, but we're going to go to the showroom. I'm just curious as the metrics because the bike that we had, it was kind of funky. So when they were calling out metrics, I didn't know where I was. So I said, I'm just curious. I'm going to go look, but we're not buying a bike. So we go down to our nearest showroom and we walk in and there was a lady there and she walks up and she goes, hey, I'm Quay. It's so nice to meet you. Are you guys interested in a bike? And what? Said, Wait, a day with head, Quay? Oh, my gosh. Listen, <laughs> but the, 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 fun, the, the story is hilarious, though. OK. So okay. I was like, OK, this this lady who works here is just, you know, she's got a little too much energy, but that's all right. Like, try to sell me on this bike. And I told her, I said, I'm not trying to buy the bike. I'm just looking. And and then she starts talking to me and she goes, you are going to love this bike. Let me tell you, me and my husband ride it. My son rides it. My elderly father-in-law rides it. And uh, it, it is life changing. I just have to tell, I mean, she was going on and on and on about how amazing the spike was. And I remember looking at Nathan going, this woman is either the greatest saleswoman on the planet or she is just out of her mind. But there was something about her that I really liked. Like I even said, like, would it be weird if I asked her to be my friend? My husband goes, don't, don't do that. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) About 10 minutes into our conversation and I'm fully thinking that she works there. The guy behind the counter says, Hey, Quay, whenever you're done, whenever you're done in your conversation, no rush, I'm ready to check you out. And I, was like, <laughs> my and I was like, she doesn't work here. And she laughed. And so I said, I'm sorry, Quay, you don't work here. And she laughed. She goes, ha, 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 no, <laughs> she said, I just believe in this product so much that I have to tell everyone about it. I tell 
tell people at the grocery store about the Peloton. I'm buying one for my daughter who's in the military right now. She said, I just love it so much. It's transformed my life so much that I have to just tell anybody that wants to hear about it, about it. And that was my first experience with Peloton because I walked into that store and it wasn't a salesperson who sold me on the bike. It was an avid Pelotonian who just had to stop what she was doing and tell me how great this bike was. And she told me about the Facebook page and then we became friends on Facebook and Instagram and all those things because that's where real friendship is, right? And, <laughs> right. <laughs> and like that was history. Like she's she's the one that sold me the bike. As soon as she was talking to me, like I was in. Like give me the shoes, the mat, the t-shirts, everything. Like I want what she has. Like whatever she's <laughs> drinking, I want some of that. And that was Peloton. Like everything about it was amazing and it didn't disappoint because this is the first bike that I've ever had or first exercise equipment period that I've had for a significant amount of time that still gets regular use and it's been over three years it's insane I am obsessed with my Peloton so I have a question I might even be more for I've like I don't feel like I've ever heard the name Quay you knew exactly who she oh, was yeah yeah a day with yeah, Quay. A day she, with Quay. <laughs> she posts all the time on uh you might have seen her post on the OPP Tom she always says who's writing tomorrow she does like this general poll trying to kind of like get people excited about their milestones and like a place gotcha. for them to post you just instantly knew who she was yes. and I'm like and I feel like I hear a lot of names by proxy yes because obviously I'm not well, paying I'm, that much I've never had the-, the opportunity to meet Quay Got And so I've never really talked to her, but I definitely know who she is. She's on my list. Okay. (laughs) She, you have to. For interviews. Quay is just such a, she is such a, like a ball of energy in person too. I've seen her. So she used to have, so this is down in Orange County, California. She would have once a month. Um, SoCal gatherings at the Newport showroom, the Newport Beach showroom. And she would bring sushi and cake and anybody in the Southern California area who is celebrating a birthday that month, we would like sing happy birthday to them. And so she would start that up like once a month. I don't think they do it anymore, but for a while, she was the one that was getting everybody together. She would get people together all the time to go just meet up at a showroom. Wow. She's awesome. She she's is. Pretty amazing. She absolutely is. And she's the one that sold you your bike I mean she got she's you sold, on She sold the bike. me my bike yeah. I should have gotten Her referral code I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I was she just about to ask Did you get no. her referral code it, it sounds like She's probably maxed out <laughs> I mean 100% just, I mean she I, She has two bikes At her house And what? a truck we could, So Oh I my mean, gosh she, Yeah <laughs> Wow Wow So and I'm sorry How long ago was this again this three. was okay. over over three years ago in January of 2017, 2016. Mm-hmm. OK, so I was trying to figure out. So was Nicole Moline, was she still an instructor at the time? Yes. OK, was. I was trying to figure she out the was. timeline there or if you just landed on a really old ride. I was like, how did you find yeah, a ride? Because that old I, I got my bike in July of 16 and she was still there, but okay. only like there was like very I little. I think overlap. she left. I think she left in like November of that year. Do you think her leaving had anything to do with Crystal getting the bike? They're really <laughs> close together. No, I think it had to do with the fact that Crystal got a bike, but Tom never rode it. And she's like, oh. screw this. Oh, nice. She should have brought that up when we interviewed her. <laughs> I like you how you put that back on. And you still don't ride. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Wait, does your husband ride? He does, but he, but but I won't embarrass him by saying that he has not nearly as many rides as I do. Okay, how many rides do you have? I just finished my, I, I did my 450th maybe a few weeks ago, so just a little over 450 rides. Congratulations, so, that's awesome. I, thank you, thank you. I'm really excited about number 100. I rode during my entire second pregnancy, and I remember having my 200th ride during my pregnancy and Robin gave me the greatest shout out about me being pregnant and doing my 200th ride. And I was trying to get to 250 rides before I gave birth, but I barely missed it by like two or three. As soon as I got back on the ride, I got 250. But yeah, you know, those milestone rides are really special. 
They are. They absolutely are. What, what did she say? What was the greatest shout out? Because Robin is it does not give out a ton of shout outs compared to other instructors. So what was the shout out, if I may ask? Well, funny enough, because, you know, it's so hard nowadays because it's hard to get a shout out now. It wasn't yeah. three years ago because you would have you would have 100 people on a ride. And out of those 100 people, you'd get, you know, 10 of them who are having a, a, a milestone. And now it's like they they have to go down the list of milestones I feel so I feel so bad for the instructors who are just trying to get, to get as many names down but Robin had given me a milestone of you know she she knew that I was pregnant I think I had posted it on the OPP page and that was a while back when they were a little bit more active on the social media and I had tagged her in it and I just said I'm super excited I'm 20 weeks pregnant and I'm you know writing with Robin and then I also had I think I changed my name from Persian thug to pregnant thug while I was pregnant <laughs> so because I needed everyone to know that I was pregnant that's why I'm so far down the leaderboard right now <laughs> so, so she you know she had just basically stood up and she had done the whole you know like we need to give a shit like this is a superwoman. not only is she uh, celebrating her 200th ride but she's doing it pregnant like like a boss and doing that whole thing that robin does and just made me feel special i was like oh robin don't make me cry i'm emotional <laughs> <laughs> well that is special so you should be very proud of that that's awesome thank you yeah you know what it, this is probably the greatest exercise equipment for somebody who is pregnant like i was just so happy that i was i i rode until i was 40 weeks and two days pregnant i stopped yeah, ha- at 40 how? weeks and two days I, I mean, you would think that like your belly would be in the way and like it would be uncomfortable. How did you do that? So I I had to adjust my seat to where I basically was like my legs were pretty much straight mostly all the time. And then my screen was up at the, um, the handlebars. I lifted all the way to the top and I just naturally also carried really high. So it wasn't that much of an issue for me. So I, 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 I have to say that in all fairness, cause there are some women who carry really low and that's where it becomes more of a problem. I carried high. Obviously I was dropping, hopefully it was dropping at 40 weeks, but, <laughs> um, but she thought she was sweating. It turned out her water broke. <laughs> oh, <stop. laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? What's funny is I had this whole dream because my due date was my birthday. I had this dream that I was gonna I was gonna be on my 250th ride on my birthday, which happens to also be my due date, and my water would break on the bike. Like that, was, and that could have very well happened if I just you know hurried up a little bit, but, uh, but I didn't make it. <laughs> so uh, so then I, I think the next question then is how long after you gave birth before. You got back on the bike And I mean that literally It's not a euphemism <laughs> I <laughs> I got back on the bike At six weeks I, I was comfortable enough To go at four weeks But I just I played it safe Until my doctor told me that Yeah, yeah. That's, that's for the best um, I can go <laughs> back and I was excited to go back on the bike. I was ready. I was ready. It was hard. It was it was hard postpartum those first few weeks than it was even writing pregnant. I don't it's hormones and lack of sleep and all that kind of stuff, but it also felt so good to get on the bike. I can't even imagine. You said your second pregnancy you rode the whole time. What was it like? Comparatively, mm-hmm. like what was your second pregnancy experience like versus your first one? Because, or, or were you exercising just not on the bike during your first pregnancy? My first pregnancy, I had a trainer who I would see three times a, a week. Okay, you know, before I had children, and I and I couldn't afford to get a trainer three days a week because kids are wildly expensive. Yes, <laughs> but, yes they are. <laughs> um, I had a trainer three times a week and I got to tell you, I felt way better riding the whole pregnancy. There was something about, I think for me, the low impact of it all, it would like stretch my back. Like my back would feel really good on the bike. And if I did other exercises, like my back would really hurt. I had an amazing second pregnancy. Not only that I was able to push this baby out in three pushes, whereas the last baby was <laughs> not that. I don't know if it was the Peloton, but I'll give it credit. Like I'll say, <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? It's a, the Peloton gave it to 
me, you know. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like we need an asterisk. Like your your results are not typical. Your, yeah, yours may vary. She yeah. told me that it would be quick. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah, there's. So is one kid more fit than the other? <laughs> Well, it feels like both of my kids have the energy of minions, of you? but that's just uh, <laughs> that's just the ages they are right now. But yeah, no. Uh, but I, I'll tell you that every time they go missing in the house, I, they're always next to my bike, so I think they're trying to get on it too. So and I don't blame them. <laughs> yeah, you really can't. I mean, Peloton's pretty amazing, so that's fair. So amazing. Okay, so it was six weeks before you got back on the bike, but then. How did you just keep going? Like, were you like taking it easy on those rides? Were you doing something different? Were you modifying in some way? I had been modifying throughout my pregnancy. So it was pretty easy to kind of just go into the same type of modification for afterwards. After about 20 weeks of pregnancy, I started doing more low impact rides. In fact, that's when they started introducing low impact rides. So I felt like it was just for me personally, but... um, (laughs) I'm sure it was. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, you're doing this for me because you know that I'm pregnant. Thanks, guys. (laughs) um, (laughs) Which helped because it was hard for me to get out of the saddle when I was pregnant. And I noticed that, too, after I had the baby because, you know, a baby really, like, tears up your core and you have to have a lot of core muscle to be out of the saddle, especially at certain speeds. One of the things that I did like right after getting back on the bike was I did, I started off doing more low impact rides, kind of going at my own pace. I remember at one point I even asked the Peloton mom group on Facebook and I said, Hey, so like I've been riding for two, three weeks after having a baby and I just cannot get out of the saddle. I feel like I'm cheating myself. And I specifically remember one of the moms saying, staying in the saddle is not cheating. Just remember that you have to make sure that your body is not doing things that's not natural. And if it feels unnatural to you, you have to remember you just had a baby. And although it doesn't look like it on the outside, like there's a whole lot of stuff going on on the inside and you have to be kind to yourself. And I took that and I really just allowed myself to go at my own pace. I mean, we all want to be that mom who two months after postpartum, you know, you're, you're getting a, a PR, but it's just not practical to say that. And that's okay. It took me a while to, to get back to where I used to be. And frankly, back to where I used to be would be like pre-pregnancy. So I hadn't even ridden like that for nine, 10 months before that. So it was really just, that's what I love about the bike too, is that you're not in a class with other people where you're staring at them and feeling like you have to do what they're doing. If everybody's out of the saddle on the ride and you want to sit in the saddle because that's just what seems natural, you're in the privacy of your own home. Like You can do whatever you want to do. If I want to take the resistance up higher and if I want to take it down lower, I can do it. Especially, you know, and, and then on top of that, I think one of the things too is that at my I had to really take the output and the leaderboard away for a while because not only was I trying to rebuild my strength, but, you know, I had a baby in the room with me the whole time. So there were times that I had to jump off the bike and I had to jump back on the bike and, you know, the whole need for a pause button. But we won't get into that debate because I don't (laughs) start a war war with the no pause button people. But um, I I had to take all that stuff into account. I was potty training my son, uh, my older son at the same time. So Lord knows I had to jump off to, you know, wipe a butt or two. (laughs) And, And, you know, you don't see that on the on the leaderboard. So you I had to be kind to myself. And eventually I found my groove again. And 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 I don't even know how long it took um, because I didn't care how long it was going to take. I just knew that every time I got on the bike, I felt like I did something. I felt like I accomplished something. And in the months of when you're not sleeping and when you're just caring for a young child, it's hard to do something for yourself. And so if there was a nap time and I can get on the bike for 20 minutes, and again, I don't want to start a war with the people who say 20 minute rides are not real rides, but um, <laughs> 
to a new mom, a 20 minute ride is a very real wide because sometimes that's all we can get. And I was okay with that too. Absolutely. That's a great outlook to have. It is. It is. I, I, God, I wish I could do that. I was just thinking, I wish you could do that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just think it's so, it's so great. You were just like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do what I need to do. And I don't, I don't care. I have to talk her down a lot. I don't know what you're talking about, Tom. <laughs> talking about me talking you down. <laughs> but I think it's specifically hard for, for new moms, you know, because there's so much pressure to be a perfect mom in every aspect. And so, you know, not getting a ride in when you wanted to get a ride. I, I mean, I can remember trying to exercise whenever I right after I had had my daughter and I didn't have Peloton. This was a long time ago. So it was like going for a walk was a huge ordeal because you had to get all the supplies and you had to get the stroller and you had to do all the and it's not easy. I mean, by the time you're done with all that, you're like, geez. I think I'm ready for a nap And you're not going to really work up a sweat You're not going to really work up a sweat Pushing a stroll You can't I mean unless you get a jogging stroller yes, or something. you can Yeah but yes, You, you got to do some power walking Well I could Because I'm so out of shape but I had to take a rest After I brought cooler in from the car today That it was a big trailer full of it, it was a big cooler and it was entirely full of meat. Don't worry, my ex wife is fine. But we bought a cow and so we were. Right, right. <laughs> it was a little tangent. It was very heavy, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did not include this in your list of questions. So, you know, okay. I don't mean to throw you off, but have you gotten a chance to go to the studio? Do you have any memorable stories from the studio? Yeah, you know, so I've been to the studio once and I am, you know, I, we we don't go, we're from the West Coast, so we don't, we don't get to go to New York City very often, but um, we tried to go, of course, we used to go every year and it's, I, I feel like after we got the Peloton, then we had like a good two year gap where we haven't gone. And I'm like, of course, because, you know, now <laughs> there's actually something to do for me in New York. And not that there's <laughs> not other things to do in New York. But right. so the very first time that we went to New York after getting our Peloton, I and my husband and I, so my husband has a crush on Robin, as does every husband. And we went and we took a we had a decision to make. This was in December. They were about to light the tree at Rockefeller Center that night and we looked at each other and we said we have the opportunity to ride a live class with robin or to go to the lighting ceremony and we chose to go and take a live class with robin wow so i know christmas came early for your husband he got to go spend time with robin oh yeah and so we met her that day and we took a class and it's a lot harder in studio not necessarily because the bikes are different, but it just was harder for me. <laughs> it went by quickly. We had a blast. And then I needed to go again. Like I had to take another class. My husband was like, I took my one class. I need to go shopping. So <laughs> the next day he went to the Nike store and I took a taxi down to the studio and I rode with Stephen Little back in the Stephen Little days because I was a huge fan of his too. So I rode with both of them and I'm dying to go back and I want to ride with some of my other favorite instructors. And so we're going to be going at the end of this year. So I'm excited to go and I want to ride at least four times when we go out there, at least. <laughs> I, I was hoping you were going to say you were going to go during the uh, homecoming. Although I get that if you're traveling that far, you want to be able to have a little more freedom with your schedule. So I do understand that, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, exactly. You know, it's crazy because the very first time they ever did back then what they used to call it the home rider invasion the first time they ever did it we thought about going and we we're like oh we'll just go next year because it was on a week oh my cousin was getting married that weekend so well like oh we'll just go next year and that year it was like peloton quadrupled in size and all of a sudden <laughs> you were only allowed to go to one class and it was just crazy how it happened like just over the year we're like oh well that's not gonna work for us yeah 
Yeah. So yeah, it's always the first week of May, I think. And it's always like a weekend that we have some sort of something that we have to do that weekend or whatnot. But, but no, we're not going this year, but we will go later on in the year and I can ride as much as I want to and not have to be waitlisted or anything like that. So it'll be good. Nice. Good. You will have a great time. Yes. Uh, are you going to go to the Tread Studio? Do you have any plans for that? Oh, you know, so I saw a Tread for the first time in person this past weekend because we went to the Peloton store on Saturday and I saw the Peloton. And that thing is, I know, like they say, size wise, it's not bigger than like the Peloton mat, but my God, it's huge. <laughs> it's massive. <laughs> you know, I maybe. I don't know. That's going to. So I hate running. <laughs> but um, even though I hate running, I try to convince my husband that we need to tread. He's like, you literally, it's like the one thing you hate doing more than anything. And I'm like, well, if I fell in love with the Peloton bike as much as I did, who knows? Maybe I'd actually enjoy running. But so I, I don't. I have to I say, know, I think. I think that you would because it's the same great way. You know how they pull you into the rides and you don't feel yeah. like you're exercising. It's the same thing. I mean, you just get pulled into these runs and you're just having so much fun. And so I think that you would. I think that you should at least try it when you're in New York later this year. I think you should I go think that. I think that's a great idea. You know, I think one of the things about running that was just never exciting to me was just that it was boring. And yeah. I'm like, I can't breathe and I'm bored at the same time. <laughs> like, that's just, what a combo, you know? <laughs> so, you would think the, the lack that- of air would add its own excitement. <laughs> 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 How captivating is this? So, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that perhaps it would be more like a sport, you know, doing the run with people and, you know, and then I, I think I'm going to try it. Like if I'm going to try it, I'm going to try it there because I tried to try the tread in the um, showroom, but they lock it. So you can't actually... At least at this one, they you oh. can't actually start the tread. They have it locked so it doesn't move. So oh, I was like, interesting. oh, interesting. I'd actually yeah. like to try it out, but okay. <laughs> that seems to defeat the purpose of a showroom. Yeah, it's not I like mean... that at our store. That's that's fascinating because you can just hop on at our store. So interesting. I wonder if it was just that day. I don't know. <laughs> it seems odd. It but... could be. Who knows? Yeah, they may have had issues with like kids trying to play with it or right. some kind of liability thing. So who knows? All right. Well, you told us your your leaderboard name. Is there any specific reason that you added thug to Persian? <laughs> like, <laughs> should we be worried? <laughs> um, yeah, you should be worried. <laughs> um, Thank God um, we were nice th- to her. Yeah, you know, it, it was it was um, I don't know. I think I just always I just always would joke with my friends that I'm a thug. I'm the, I'm the farthest thing away from a thug. I'm a pastor's wife. Like, there's like, so not a thug in me at all. But I think that's, that's, that's so the funny. fun part of it. It's like, I'm a thug. Yeah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so. I was like, you don't sound very thuggish at all. You don't sound like you're going to be tough and mean. So it's ironic. Like when they call a fat guy. No, I know. Right. It's, it's, it's exactly. I think that that's why I love it though. Like that's, but that's what I love about the bike too, because one of the things that drew me to the bike itself is that I could be a mom all day and then it's nap time. And then I can go do a nineties hip hop class with Robin or Alex and I can just thug it out. Like, (laughs) you know, put my headphones on. Nobody has to know. And then I can go back to being uh, the, the mommy that I am to my two kids. And it's just that's the fun part about it. So I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that can tie into my name. Not that's not like the the passion behind why I chose it. But yeah, I love the sort of you can be anybody you want to be on the bike too. So I'm a that's thug. a good that's point. That's what I am. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm going to smile even harder when I see your your leaderboard name. <laughs> Be careful. You might high-five her and pull back a high four. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. 
Now there's no, don't get in that controversy. Don't you dare high five my husband now. (laughs) (laughs) I'll high five who I want to high five. (laughs) I'll high five you in the face. I tell you, the Peloton Facebook page is sometimes bad. You know, I remember because I'm, like I said, I'm OG. So I've been there for over three years and there used to just be the same like six or seven people who would post daily. And it was just always so like encouraging. And I miss that. But then it's also like you, you can't make stuff up that, that shows up on the, on the Peloton Facebook page now. And you're just like, wow, like this is a crazy little world that we're living in. It's true. Stuff that pops up there. I don't even know how people think of it. I'm like, that's just not the way my brain works. So yeah. Do you have any advice for people who are uh, just now getting their bike? You know, my advice for anybody who would just be getting a bike is just do you boo. Like Cody would say, and (laughs) find some, see, You know, a lot of times I'll see people ask for other people's favorite instructors and I see every instructor listed there, which is not going to help anybody who's asking for real advice. Whenever somebody asks me, like, who's your favorite instructor? I always ask them, well, what's your favorite music? Because to me, the music is what drives the bike. And if you're somebody who's who loves like death metal, old school rock, you're not going to be like an Alex or Cody fan. You're just not like, it's probably not going to be your thing. So I always ask people like, Hey, you know, I still suggest that you try to try every instructor. If you don't like them, you don't have to ride them. And if you only want to ride with one instructor, because you just like the way that they teach, then go for it. And if you want to start off with 20 minute classes, go for it. That's the, that's the, that's the magic of this bike is that there's no right or wrong way to do it. Just as long as you keep your knees straight, you're fine. And my advice to new people would just be find what works for you because what works for you might not. I know somebody who rides scenic rides every single morning. I could never ride scenic rides every single morning. I would fall asleep on the bike because that's just not my thing. But do what works for you. I know some people who have to do no less than 45 minute rides or they don't consider it a workout. But again, I know new moms that can only get in 15 minutes and 15 minutes is better than nothing. And I don't want people to feel like they have to compete with somebody else because the, the, the magic of the Peloton is that you get the class environment, but you don't have to have the stress of other people in the class. You get to do it all on your own. You get to be by yourself, but you get to also be in a community, um, which is like the best of both worlds. So do you boo? That's my advice. I think that's really good advice. I find it fascinating <laughs> that when she says, you know, pick it by your what like what music do you like? Because, you know, people talk about the music with Peloton so much, but I don't know that anyone's ever said start your search with the music. Yeah. And it I seems like an obvious choice now that she said it. It does, but then but then I, I think that it gets harder because like like Sanaz, when you say death metal as an example, it's not like there's an instructor that, that plays death metal. So you really right. don't <laughs> So there's right, like true. there there are there are different kinds of music that the instructors play, you know, kind of like ish, you know, right. but it's not like there's so many different choices that that every instructor only plays XYZ. But I still think that there is a style that each of them has that you could classify with music. So I, I still think it's great advice and it makes a lot of sense. But I, I just think that's why people don't always start there. Yeah. And, you know, nowadays, because it didn't used to always be this way, but when they introduced the playlists on demand, I was so excited because there's nothing worse than getting on a ride and like the first three songs are just not your jam and you're just like but I'm 15 minutes in like I'm invested but I'm not into this ride right now and being able to go and look at the playlists of on-demand rides and say I know for a fact I'm gonna have a good time on this ride because there's five songs on this ride and I love all five songs so let's go like and I know I'm gonna have a good time And I love that. But yeah, like for me, my favorite, favorite, favorite genre of ever is 90s hip hop. 
Like I, I will ride. If there's a nineties hip hop ride, I've taken it. Like it's just my thing. <laughs> and so whenever one pops up, I absolutely have to take it because I know that there's just no way that it's going to disappoint me. That's why I love that. There's so many different types of when, you know, when I started, they used to do the versus rides almost I, I would yeah. say 90, 90% of the rides that were on were versus rides and they would classify them by the name of the artist. So they actually, and, and, and probably about five months in, I don't know if you were there already at this point, yeah. but a few yeah. months after I had started, then they had some sort of like copyright situation where they had to go and rename all the rides. So I used to go on and it used to be like Adele versus Lady Gaga ride. And you knew like you were going to get Adele and Lady Gaga that day. Like, and that's it. But they they don't do that anymore. (laughs) And that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) That was, that was super easy to decide what what rides you're going to be on because you already knew every once in a while, they'll be able to do like the queen ride or the Elton John ride or whatnot. But though, and those are always so much fun too. I mean, I love they any are. type of theme ride. The Greatest Showman ride, I've done about a gazillion times. That is one of the <laughs> best. I love that one. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk to us. We yes. greatly appreciate it. Thank Definitely. you so much for having me. It was really great talking to you guys today. And before we go, is there uh, somewhere people can find you if you would like to be found? Sure. If I would like to be found. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I'm mostly, I mean, I'm on Facebook with my name, Sanaz Mesa, but I'm also on Insta. I am, I am like, I'm, I'm mostly on Instagram. I'm one of those people on Instagram that pretty much Instagram story my whole life. I mean, not to the point where it's super obnoxious, but that is Sanaz Mesa and I'll spell it for you. It's S-A-N-A-Z-M-E-S-A, all one word. But yeah, I'm mostly on Instagram. I haven't been on Twitter in like 10 years. So <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean, you can try to find me, but I don't know. There's nothing exciting going on over there. But yeah, follow me on Instagram. I would love to connect with you guys. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. Yes, thank you. Thank you, guys. (laughs) You have a good rest of your night. You too. You guys have a good day. You You too. too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Bye. So uh, I guess that brings this episode to a close. Uh, What do you have in store for people next week? We are going to talk to Mark O'Rourke, who is the the founder of the Peloton UK community. I believe he pronounces it Uck. (laughs) Well, we'll ask him, won't we? Yes, we will. <laughs> awesome. So people can look forward to that. Yes. And homecoming grows ever closer. <sighs> it's almost here. It is. So uh, try to contain your excitement. And if you can't go, we will do our best to keep you posted uh, throughout the weekend yes. uh, through our Facebook page and whatnot. So uh, if you haven't already liked it, you can swing on by there. Uh, Facebook.com slash the clip out and like the page. And we will try and keep you up to date throughout the weekend with... Uh, I don't know, all sorts of things, posts and pictures and maybe some videos, maybe some special guests popping on. Who knows? Who knows? We don't, Mm-mm. but we will do our best. So uh, until next week, where can people find you? People can find me at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Twitter, Instagram, on the bike, and of course, the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. And uh, you can find the show online at the aforementioned Facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. You can also also join the group, which uh, pushes stuff into your feet a little bit more frequently, just in case you can't get enough of us. <laughs> I know I can't. So uh, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep fighting. And running. Come on and take a ride with me.